What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And on today's show, we've got our friend co-hosting with us, Rob Carbone. Rob, what is going on, my man? What's up, Greg? Good to be on again, man. Yeah, yeah. I am stoked that we got to do this. Um, Although we had talked about doing an end of season um, uh, show, I just wish it would have been in two weeks or a week and a half, (laughs) which would have lined up with the Yankees winning the World Series. But uh, obviously very disappointing. You know, me and Rob through the playoffs have been texting each other back and forth. Um, and it's, it's pretty funny. We'll, we'll probably have a few stories from that just because I, th- I feel like Rob is like me, very superstitious. Uh, you know, we, we both keep the, the, uh, the TV volume at 28, signifying the 28 championship of the Yankees that they're going to win each year that we think they're going to win <laughs> and other things like that. So you know, Rob, let's get into that first round. Um, well, first of all, before let's, let's back up. Rob, you know, Rob is friend of the show. He uh, love his rants that he does for us. And Rob, before we go any further, tell everybody where they can find you because you guys must go listen to his show and read his blog. Yeah. Um, so pretty simple. Um, I have a podcast and I have a blog. And if you guys want to follow me there, you can just go to my website, which is on nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Go there and you'll find all the information to the podcast blog and where to reach me on social media. It's pretty simple. So perfect. Perfect. And Rob has a great show. I, you know, so many times I will listen to his show and just think everything's spot on you know and <laughs> i don't know maybe this maybe our show right now will be a little bit boring because we agree on a lot of things and there's right. there's not a lot of uh, butting heads on things but anyway let's dive into that first series what what are some of your takes from that cleveland series rob it feels like it was years ago at this point now <laughs> It does, man. It's yeah, I've kind of blacked it all out. But from <laughs> what I can remember, man, I was feeling confident. I know it's only yeah. the Indians, but you scored 12 runs in game one. Yeah. You get lights out pitching from Garrett Cole. Um, and then game two, you know, you score 10 more runs. Um, pitching isn't quite as good, but you get away with it because, you know, you've got Giancarlo Stanton who heated up. Mm-hmm. And you've got a lot of other guys chipping in. And, you know, they, they look good. They hit the ball for power. They put the ball in play. And, you know, on the other end, they got enough from their staff. Yeah, absolutely. It was really, really, you know, it was, it was so exciting. I was so fired up for this. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if I loved this opening wild card round of, of two, of winning two games because I was a little nervous that, you know, the Cleveland, you know, has the, what they, what do they call the triple crown of pitching, with Bieber, he's starting game one, and you're like, how's he going to match up uh, against the lineup? And, you know, it's just there's, there's so many question marks as a, as a series starts and who's going to show up for the Yankees. So that was pretty awesome because they knocked him. When did they knocked him out in what, like fourth inning maybe? Yeah, he didn't go too far, man. He only went, yeah, I mean, four, maybe, a, you know, an inning and a third, four innings and a third. I don't even remember, but 
they got to him pretty good. It was impressive. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was at the point you had texted me saying uh, that he should just give up the, the, the Cy Young Award, which everybody yeah. thinks he's going to get um, and not even accept it after that performance. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty funny. So yeah, Yankees, uh, you know, look, it was, it, it was, uh, you know, first game was like, all right, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It was, it was kind of, um, uh, you know, intense early on and then they broke it open and, uh, you know, obviously go on to win that series. And you just had so many positives. You saw Giancarlo doing so well. Uh, he went on just a tear and you think, okay, well, this is the team. This is, this is the team they wanted. Unlike the team in what middle of August who were so horrible and, uh, you know, pretty much lots of injuries and they're um, you know, they, they basically had their triple a, you know, a bunch of scrubs out there between Wade and Estrada. And I was thinking, you know, how can you be mad at the Yankees at that point in the season? They, they just, they were not good players. I, I took a screenshot of the lineup, the uh, uh, like the next day's lineup, um, I mean, from the night before, and it was like so many guys hitting under 200. And it was like, how can you be mad at the Yankees for not performing when there's a bunch of scrubs playing, right? Oh, you're, you're spot on. You know, sometimes that, that just, you got to live with what you have. Um, and it was frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then, you know, they, they get some players back. They go on that streak at the end. Um, you know, I think they, I think they went, I forget what, how many losses they had in a row. Is it like nine losses, 10 losses? And then they it was went up there. Yeah. yeah. And then they went on the streak of winning 10 and then they end the season a little dicey and you mm-hmm. say, all right, let's see what the playoffs bring. Great, great performance uh, versus Cleveland to advance. And then game one against the Rays, you say, wow, this is awesome. This is, this is going to be a great series. They're going to beat the Rays. And game one is fantastic. And then we get to mm-hmm. the debacle of game two, right? <laughs> that was rough. That yeah. was the one everybody's going to be talking about. Yep. Yep. Lots of, lots of, you know, I know we were going back and forth. And I, I, I was really shocked that Garcia was used as an opener in that in yeah. that role what what what's your take on that and and uh you know when did you realize that he was going to be the opener uh rob mm-hmm. i had i thought so i don't know i, I heard garcia was going to pitch so i expected okay if we're going garcia and not you know tanaka or anybody else then then you know what let the kid go out there and pitch um but he goes out there, he pitches one inning. You know, he did give up, I think, one one solo shot. But, you know, I really thought he was going to let him pitch a legitimate, you know, five innings maybe. Um, yep. But then Hap comes out there, and now you're looking at yourself. I guess the Yankees are trying to do this lefty on lefty thing and, you know, try to get out, you know, an abundance of lefties that the Rays carried. But, you know, I just didn't think it was right. I think nobody is scared of Jay Hap. I think Kevin Cash, you know, just – had his guys go out there and, and handle him. You know, Hap isn't a guy who has had success with the Yankees um, 
consistently. And the mm-hmm. one thing that leaves a bad taste in my mouth was his performance against Boston. Yes. I think it was 2018. And I didn't yes. like that move to, to just throw him out there, you know, in the second inning and have him pitch a couple. It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree because that was in the back of my mind too. That year it, where Hap finished the season from what I can recall pretty well and then he um he then he play, get, goes against boston and was just dreadful so that was that was really really terrible and you know what rob we got to take a quick break we're going to come back in yep. just a minute all right and we are back from that break so rob as we were talking about it yankees uh, taking on the Rays, game two, total debacle. Uh, you know, it, it just it just didn't make sense to me. It was like you brought up J. Happ, horrible performance against the Red Sox in the playoffs when he was kind of like ending that season really well. And I thought the same thing. You know, they're like touting him this year as oh, the hottest pitcher since after the first two mm-hmm. games that he pitched horribly. And then they bring him in, and he was just pathetic. I, I, I can't stand the guy. <laughs> I, I want him gone. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think is going to happen with Hap now? I, th- I, believe they, um, I believe that Hap did not uh, make enough starts to get that qualifying offer, correct? Yeah, I think you're right. Um... Yeah, listen, I'm I'm done with that guy. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm done with him, man. I can't take another year of Jay Happ. Um, you know, and, and he's so, as solid as he did look in his last six starts or whatever it was. It's always the same answer in the postseason. You really can't get much um, guarantee behind Garrett Cole. So, I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Happ. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, he just. I don't know what it is with him, but uh, he, he just, he doesn't, he, to me, he doesn't bring intensity. He's just kind of like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> here it's I am generic. pitching. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I hope that qualifying offer, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, I remember hearing that he was like pretty angry because he felt the Yankees were limiting his starts yeah. so that they wouldn't have to do it, um, which, Hey, you know, it's, it's part business. Got to do what you got to do, especially to get rid of you, which I think that was going to be, I think that was going to roll into another 17 million for, for 2021 for him. I'm not sure exactly that figure, but 17 paying him 17 million next year would have been horrendous. Yeah. For, for a slightly above average to average pitcher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They need to, take that money and give it to DJ LeMayu, who exactly. I, you know, I just, I just read an article. I don't know if you saw that post article where they started talking about uh, the salaries and how are they going to be able to pay LeMayu. And there was a, there was a bunch of different things, but we'll get to that. Anyway, we have the game two debacle with Hap Yankees. You know, I felt, I don't know about you, but I felt that they, we're going to get back into that game. I was like, okay, just hold them. 
to the, you know, Hap gave up, I think, what, a two-run homer? And then I'm like, okay, just hold them to that, and Yankees can come back from that. And did not come back. We were probably texting each other going, all they got to do is chip away. (laughs) Yeah. Did not happen. Then game three. Game three is, was that the glass now game? That was, yeah, the glass now. The the Morton game, was it game three? Game three was, I think, uh, Morton. I'm, I'm not even sure. Uh, right. I know, right? I, 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 it's, I'll tell you, man, it's, it's kind of all out, of man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm trying to think who did Glass now go up against. But um, he was, he was, you know what? I don't know, man. I got to check. Let me look at my phone because I think Glass now. So game one was Snell, obviously. Yep. And game. I think Glass now, I know Glass now was game five on short rest. So you might be right. Yeah, because he was, or no, maybe he was game two. Maybe he did go yeah, up against. He was Hap. game two. Glass yeah. was the one against. Okay. Hap. Yeah. yeah. And then game three for the Yankees, going into it, I'm thinking, quote, playoff Tanaka is going to show up, and yeah. he didn't. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I gave him the benefit of the doubt after that Cleveland debacle with the weather and everything. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. considering how great he's been in the past for us in the playoffs. Yes. So I really thought he would bounce back. Um, but he can't be perfect all the time. So right. he, he goes out there, maybe gives you four innings, um, lets up a bunch of hard hits, um, leaves the game, you know, down five to I don't know, two, whatever it was. And, um, yeah, I know it was unfortunate for Tanaka to um, have a rough postseason in what could be his you know, final Yankee tenure. Right. Right. Yeah. Looking at some articles recently saying, you know, would they bring him back for something like a, a, you know, 10 mil a year. And, you know, I'm guessing he's going to want at least three years. I I can't remember. Is he like 31 maybe, or maybe he's 30. Mm -hmm. He's I'd have to look, but he's probably 31 at least, but he's going to want at least a three year deal. uh, And then, you know, who knows after that, um, Yeah, sad, sad to see if that is the last time we see Tanaka in pinstripes. Uh, sad to see him go out like that. Because uh, I, I have liked him during his Yankee years. Have you been a Tanaka fan? Oh, absolutely, man. Again, just everything he's done for us in the playoffs. You know, those eight starts heading into this year in the postseason, he was pretty much lights out. I don't think he allowed more than three runs and you know, the eight previous starts. So, you know, I yeah. have to give him another shot. I would definitely go after him again for the right price and uh, we'll see what the Yankees decide to do. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, Then we move on to game four. Uh, I think that is the, that is when the Rays bullpen it, right? Yeah. They bullpened it. Yankees start. Who started that game? I'm trying to think. That was Montgomery. Montgomery. Yes. Montgomery gives four four solid innings, right? Yeah, Something he was like good. That. Four innings, one run. Yeah, I I like Monty. I have been a big fan of his ever since he came up. I would love to see him just keep going. Uh, you know, coming back from uh, Tommy John surgery, uh, you know, it was it was promising seeing what he did in the playoffs. I, I think that speaks volumes about a guy. 
you know, not only playing in New York, but then how you perform in the playoffs. Uh, really, really big. And he comes up big, just what they needed. Um, unfortunately, um, I mean, no, not unfortunately. Fortunately, uh, Yankees take that game and yep. forces a game five. Uh, really, really exciting. I was, I was so pumped up. Um, I, was send, I was telling you, um, I wrote to, let's see, from, the, from past uh, interviews, I wrote to Jack Curry. He gave a positive, Yankees are going to win. I sent a text message to Brian Hoke. He sent me back a John Sterling uh, gif. Uh, with Yankees win and I reached out to Nancy Newman and she thought the team was really focused and going to win. And that got me even more hyped because I'm like, <laughs> if these three people think the Yankees going to win, yeah, right. then I got to think it. And um, I know me and you were texting and feeling pretty good. And that is, that is a tough loss. That game was rough. Right. Yeah, what, yeah. What, 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 let me hear what you thought about that game. The game five? Yes. Tell you what, man, I, I love that judge at the home run. Made it one nothing in the fourth. Yep. Um, and then the fifth inning, I think they tie it up. It was one to one. I was saying, I was saying it all night, though. The Yankees are not winning this game two to one. They are not getting, but they're not winning a one run game against Tampa Bay with that yeah. staff and with the clutch hitting they have. And so I was waiting for the inevitable. And, you know, nevertheless comes, what was it, the eighth inning, maybe? Yeah, I think you're and right, yeah. Chapman comes in, and very similar to, you know, last season. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Gives up a, you know, a crunch time home run, I think this time to that Bruce So guy. You know, following that storyline from the end of the year, when yes. he went high and in on him. And, yes. you know, it was just a perfect story for the Rays. If you're a Rays fan, <laughs> you had to love that. Um, but if yeah. you're a Yankees fan – had to leave you speechless for a few good minutes after that one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I felt like when they brought Chapman in, they brought him in the seventh, right? Yeah. I think there was the one or two outs in the seventh. And I just, when I saw that, I'm like, this is not good. I do not like Chapman coming in so early. Um, but, you know, two years in a row, he gives up the big home run. And that's, that's what we have to live with. And, you know, as I was texting with you probably about a week after the, that game five, this year was really rough. And I don't know, I feel for me, it's getting tougher and tougher each year, the longer the Yankees go without a world series. What do you think? Is it, is it just that it's stinging right now or is it that it increases year after year without a World Series? What, what do you think, Rob? Yeah, I mean, I think every year, every year that goes by, and that they don't, you know, every year that they don't win, that goes by, it gets rougher and rougher to handle. Um, you know, I think in 2017 we kind of gave them a break. That was the year they kind of first started this mm-hmm. whole new rebuild. So right, that was like a pre, you know, one of those teams that was just coming in and overachieved. Yes. Um, 2018 comes that's supposed to be the first year that we get a true testament of them and, and you know we'll really judge them but they lose to boston that was the whole severino debacle yeah. forgets yeah. what time the game was um <laughs> and then you know 
2019, that was obviously the whole cheating thing with the Houston Astros. Okay, so we gave them ex- an excuse there. But this year comes along, and, and you know, there's no more excuses. Um, the Red Sox are in the basement. The Astros are not cheating, and the Yankees are playing the Rays in a fair and square series, and they just couldn't get it done again. And we're 0 for 4 during this process, I guess you could say. And mm-hmm. it's just – it gets really mentally exhausting because now we have to – go through an entire, you know, other year, whether that be 60 games or if it's going to be a full 162 next year, it's going to be a long process regardless. Then we have to sit through that, get to the postseason, and, and yep. just get our hopes up again and hope not to be let down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is challenging going through an offseason as a fan and, and thinking, like you just said, like <laughs> it is a long season. It is, it is going to be a long offseason. It's going to be a long season next year to get back to the playoffs. Uh, you know, lots of question marks with this team about what's going to happen. And, you know, one thing that I, 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 I do, but I don't like doing it, is trying to go back and say, what if? Like, what if? we had Luis Severino this year. What if Paxton was available for the playoffs? Would we have gotten playoff Paxton last year where, you know, which I, you know, one thing I loved last year when, when Boone came to take him off the mound, he goes, he goes, let's go, let's effing go. (laughs) You know, when you read his lips on the mound, I was like, dude, I love the guy after that. I was so stoked. And he had a great performance that game. Um, But you know, do you do you do that as well? Do you say, oh, if we had this, if we had that, it would have been different? I do. Um, but I think, you know, there's a point I, I have to stop myself because I feel like baseball, Greg, is a game where, you know, not everything is going to pan out. So if they did have Severino, if they did have Paxson, I feel like just the, I guess the, the baseball gods, if you want to call it, <laughs> you know, would have somebody else go down. I feel like it's just a game where it's never going to go 100% to, you know, to what you plan. So I don't know. It's difficult to play that game, but yeah, they've got a lot of things to think about this off season, man. They've got a lot of things to try and address and I'm not sure it's going to take one off season to do it because I really think they've got, I don't know, man. I just don't love this, this whole thing they've got going on here, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you. I don't, look at 2021 and say, okay, this is, this is going to be the year. There's, there's too many question marks, uh, you know, with this new regime of ownership and their mentality, it's not go out and spend. Well, I I shouldn't say it's not go out and spend and get the best guy because they did go out and get Garrett Cole. But, you know, now you look at the numbers, which they do and you say, well, who are you going to get? Uh, I haven't even looked at the free agent class uh, this year, but, you know, Garrett Cole, a lot of money on that contract, but I think he's worth it. Uh, Giancarlo, a lot of money still left to pay him. Uh, He came through a little bit Mm -hmm. in the playoffs, uh, although I got to say that game five, I kept waiting for him to hit the home run Uh to to extend his, uh, his amazing playoff run, but he... From what I can think of, I think he was about 0 for 4 that game. Um, I don't remember him getting a hit or getting on base. I think he just was – who knows? He might have just been trying to put one out uh, and, and, and trying too hard. 
but it is, uh, it, it, it's going to be an interesting off season. I think I have said that every year for the past 10 years, <laughs> but the, you, when you take a look around in the diamond, uh, you know, there's some guys that are going to stay and bring back, but there's, there's, there's a lot of question marks to it. And one guy who I think we, we both at this point have some animosity <laughs> towards is our boy, Gary Sanchez, uh, who mm. actually played well in the first uh, round with Cleveland. He, I think he played game two, right? And he had, um, he had a sack fly and he had the home run, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, so I think w- during that game, I was so like happy. I think I sent out a tweet saying, Gary, I forgive you for every bad word I said about <laughs> you. I might have even texted that to you too. Um, but, you know, he goes back to being, uh, you know, it, the, it, it's kind of his, his MO, Gary. You get these flashes of brilliance and you're like, this is awesome. And then he's just horrible. Right? So he, yeah, I mean, it, it's so weird. Um, but it's gotten to a point for me, at least. I'm just, I'm just tired of waiting for that brilliance to come. Yeah. Um, it just seems like he's not always motivated. Um, his, you know, the, the approach he brings to the plate is, you know, at best erratic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so many inning-ending double plays, so many lazy pop-ups, um, and then chasing pitches out of the zone yeah. consistently. Um, and then on the other end, he's not the greatest catcher in the world. <laughs> he's got a very strong arm, so you know he will flash that. Um, a decent amount but other than that you know his his side to side moving isn't very good we see a lot of pass balls we see a lot of wild pitches quote unquote that aren't necessarily his fault in the books but you know (laughs) if you watch the game he's just not he's not doing the job and yeah yeah, the power is there Greg but it's it's just it comes with so many costs with Gary Sanchez yeah, yeah, it really does. As I've been calling it, uh, I don't even know when I started calling it the, quote, Gary Sanchez experiment that I think the Yankees yeah. have been doing. Uh, I think that's got to end this year. Uh, I believe they said if they trade him, it, uh, five million comes off the books of his salary, uh, which I guess he must have gone to arbitration to get something like that, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. I thought he was still under their control or whatever. But anyway, um, I think he's got to go. Uh, you know, people talk about JT Real Muto. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't really watched him a lot. I just have heard all the hype about him. Uh, you know, who knows what kind of contract it would take to get him. What's your? Do, do you have thoughts on Real Muto? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure when his contract ends. Um, but he's a guy I've always liked, man. I like him because he's, you know, he's a good catcher to begin with. He's decent enough behind the plate. But at the plate, you know, unlike Gary, um, he brings a presence where he's able to put the ball in play consistently enough to not be a liability for stretches. And yeah. he can, you know, he has a little bit of power. Doesn't have the power that Gary brings, but he hits the ball at a high volume. You know, he'll get on base and he'll bring you good catching. And I think the Yankees just need – you know, even if it's not a big name like Gary Sanchez seems to be in this town for some reason, just get a guy like Real Muto who is the better all-around catcher. Um, 
that would be amazing. You know, I'm not sure they're going to do that. You know, I think that time that kind of expired a couple of years ago when he was on the market, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's a, it's a tricky situation with Gary Sanchez, but I had a feeling this would happen when they let go of Romine and let him go to Detroit. Cause that was yeah. a guy I really liked. Um, he did a really good job filling in for Gary, you know, practically as a starting catcher when he was down all year last season. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He was, he was very solid. I liked, I liked Romine. He was like, almost like kicking it back to like old school, like hard nosed catcher, gritty type of guy. Um, I did like him. Um, and did he start with Detroit this year? Yeah, I think he did. I have to, I'd have to look at the numbers, but yeah, I think he sure. did. And Higgy, Higgy wasn't bad this year either. Not to, you know, don't get me wrong. I think Higashioka proved himself a little bit this year as a, as a decent backup, but the starting position, something's got to happen, man. I, I just can't, I don't know. We can't keep throwing Gary out there if he's going to continue to do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope that this year was the last straw. And, you know, you look at the playoffs and Higashioka got most of the starts. Uh, And and hopefully that is going to be what happens moving forward. You know, whether it's Higashioka or, I don't know, I remember the Yankees um, over the past few years hearing that they had drafted catchers, uh, a bunch Mm -hmm. of top catchers. So I have no idea in the system where those guys are at, probably still more years to develop, if I had to guess. But something's got to get done. Something, something has to get done. So let's do this. Let's, well, here, let's, before, we, before we go into more of an off-season thing, let's talk about the quotes that you texted me from the end-of-year press conferences. Right. So Rob texts me. Uh, you know, they had the, they had the, the press conference where Boone talked, Cashman talked, and I guess Hal Steinbrenner talked, or maybe that was a quote from the it was, newspaper. Yeah, it was Hal, and then yeah. it was an, a Boone quote. Yeah, so let's see. You, you, you tell everybody what those quotes were, and yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is comical. <laughs> Let me pull it up real quick. All right, so Hal Steinbrenner, you know, they asked him, I guess they asked him, I didn't, you know, see physically at the interview, but they asked yeah. him, um, I read an article, they asked him, he, he, they asked him if he, um, you know, thought the Yankees did their job and he simply put it, uh, we didn't even come close. Um, and then I guess Aaron Boone uh, <laughs> was quoted later on saying, it's important to know how, it's important to note how close we are to being the last team standing. <laughs> just, I thought that was just a perfect parallel to put them side to side and, just yeah. really speaks volumes on Boone as this laid back leader a little too much though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And it's, it's funny that seeing those two quotes side by side that you sent me and, and being like, well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, isn't, isn't Aaron Boone their puppet? Why didn't they give him the script? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, which, you know, was another comical thing that Aaron Boone said something to the effect that the, using Garcia as the opener was his decision. And that's just like, come on, nobody's believing you on that, Aaron. Don't, don't, you know, you want to be the fall guy for Cashman. And I think that's why they're going to keep Boone, which, you know, that's the, that's the crazy part because this is his 18, 19, 20. That was a three-year deal, right? He's, this is done. He's at the end of his contract, correct? I think you're right. 
Yeah. yeah. So, you know, because I, I thought I had heard people saying, you know, I feel like it hasn't been brought up a lot. And, and obviously, oh. this, the offseason hasn't started. But I personally see the Yankees bringing Boone back. I think they're going to sign him to another, uh, I want to say, at least three years. I feel like that's managers. I, I feel like they never do anything less than three years. Uh, maybe since he's uh, continuing and maybe if they want to appease the fan base, they say, Oh, we're only giving you two years. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think, well, the reason Aaron Boone was hired to begin with, you know, outside of that, that historical run he hit was, was to be <laughs> Cashman's was to be Cashman's analytics puppet. Right. I think yeah. that's why he's here to, as yeah. you said, to be the fall guy. Um, and I think they're going to ride on that for as long as they can. They've obviously got new ways to approach these baseball games with the uh, you know, sabermetric staff upstairs. And not my favorite idea. I don't love it. I think that's a large reason to why we go home early and we're golfing in October every year. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's out of my control. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that the Yankees, I'm guessing – don't want to have to go through a whole interviewing process of managers. I think that they like Boone and they think that he goes along with all of their analytics stuff. And, you know, this, this, I am not, uh, I'm not the biggest analytics guy. I understand it. And I understand these, these things that they, they come up with these calculations can be valuable in a lot of situations, but I don't know, maybe I'm just naive and I, I like the old school like Don Zimmer telling Joe Torre to do this yeah. and, and or or Joe Torre getting a feeling on a guy and putting him in and you know he just had the right. I felt like he had the Midas touch with stuff like that. Um I would love to see more of a combination of not so much analytics. And I know people on Twitter say, well, the Yankees just lost to the most analytic team in all of baseball, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little too much old school and want to see less analytics in it. Well, here's the thing. Like it's, it's analytics. Like you said, they're not bad. You just have to find a balance. You can't just be yeah. full on analytics. And, you know, maybe while the rays are heavy on that, of course, they still have, they still do old school type of things. They still put the ball in play. They're not totally reliant on the homer, yeah. and they still mm-hmm. rely on starting pitching. Even though they started this whole bullpen thing, <laughs> they still right. have two horses at the top. You know, they have That's Snell, right. they have a glass now. And, you know, so I think there just needs to be some kind of combination between going with the numbers and numbers crunching versus, you know, having that gut feeling and doing things with your own baseball mind. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I wish it, I wish it was different. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe the Yankees will, uh, <laughs> get rid of Boone and bring in somebody else, uh, who is, is different, but I don't see it happening. Um, but let's do this. Let's go through the whole team right now and we'll just run through it really fast and I'm going to say a name and you just say, uh, keep or get rid of. All right. Let's start. Let's start with our friend, Gary Sanchez. (laughs) Bye-bye.
Yes, exactly. I, we knew that bye one bye. was coming. Bye bye. Uh, Higashioka. I keep him. I would definitely keep him. Yeah, I think he's. I, I think he's under control anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, it, it without we won't even talk like contracts or anything because right. you know obviously they're going to keep him. Um, but we'll just say if you were running this team and and everybody was going to be a free agent this year, let's say, or you had the opportunity to trade, Luke Voigt. I keep Luke Voigt. I think he earned it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do too. I think I was talking to you and texting to you about Voight, how his defense needs some improvement. Yeah, and I time. don't like, I, I never played for his base um, in organized leagues. I was an infielder uh, and outfielder. I played all over the place, but I did not play for his base because I was not very tall. So I was not a good target to hit. <laughs> but when I did play it here and there, whether it was practice or whatever, Someone had told me, I think it was a friend of mine who, who actually played for his base, who was really good. He had always said to me, or maybe it was a coach, I don't know, um, that you wait for the fielder to get the ball and make the throw, and then you step and do your, your, your reach. And Luke Voigt, I feel, does not do that. I feel like he does his stretch first and is often trying to dive for the ball a different way or, or lean a different way. I feel like his initial first step is incorrect. He doesn't wait for it. Um, th that's what I see from it. I, I, if his defense would improve, obviously he was the home run king, shortened season, who knows? He did, um, you know, he, he did go in with the plantar, whatever you call it, fasciitis or something. Um, so who knows, would if, if it was a full season, would he have been on the IL again? We don't know. Most likely, which is another stint on it, and I feel like his injury history is uh, starting to starting to worry me a little bit. But yeah. I would still keep him, obviously, and and he is a huge discount uh, when you look at the numbers. Okay, Mike Ford. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess you keep him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess you keep him. He's a lefty. Uh, he wasn't great. I'm not a big fan of him. I, you know, I can't bash him too much though because at the beginning of the season heading into uh, I kind of yeah <laughs> I said I would like to see the Yankees platoon Voight in Ford and that was one of my most cringy takes looking yeah. back but hey you know he's not costing a bunch right now um you know yeah I don't really mind whatever they do with him they do um I would keep him I wouldn't give him the amount of at-bats that he got this year yeah, yeah, I think they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle like they did in 2019 with him where yeah. he was, you know, hitting those pinch hit home runs and and you know, doing really well, but um yeah, I'm I'm I, I like him. I like Mike Ford, uh but not, you know, I would have really yeah. liked him if they in game 5 when he came up to pinch hit for the pinch hit, I forget who he pinch hit for. Um, oh, Higashioka. I think oh, Higgy. Okay. It for because then Gary Sanchez came into the okay. game after it. Um, if he would have hit a home run right there, I would have loved him. <laughs> yeah, of course. But okay, next, um, DJ LeMayu. Oh, he, you're bringing him back. If they don't bring DJ back, I'm out. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Right? Yeah, I'm that out. post article I read that said uh, that DJ could walk because they won't have enough money to give him made me like so <laughs> infuriated and nothing's happened yet. 
yes, guy is the team's MVP. He just, you know, like you, you know, one the the great thing about DJ is he gets up there and like you were talking about the Rays, he makes contact and he makes things happen. You know, he doesn't, he's not hitting home runs. And that's what so many, so much of the Yankee team is relying on, but you, you need those contact hitters. You've got to, I know they're not the, as, as somebody had said, whether it was uh, Joe Girardi, they're not the, the Bronx bunters, they're the Bronx bombers, but man, I want to see playing some small ball because that is how sometimes you got to score runs in the playoffs and not sit back like they've been doing and waiting for the, for the long ball. All right. Uh, we'll stay at second base, although he plays all over the place. Tyler Wade. Uh, you know, a good defensive replacement. Uh, not a big fan of him as a hitter. I don't think anybody is. Yeah. Um, another one of those guys where I really don't mind. If they let him go, they let him go. If they keep him, whatever, they just keep him. I just hope he doesn't get as many at-bats um, you know, to yeah. harm the team. Yeah, and he became very versatile playing the outfield, and they hit, they you know needed him this year. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm not the biggest Tyler Wade fan, uh, and it's a shame that he can't hit because he's got that lefty. When he does hit a home run, he's got that sweet lefty Yankee Stadium stroke, <laughs> and it's like, man, it'd be great if he hit the ball more. Um, I don't I don't love Tyler Wade. I would I would ship him out, unfortunately, even though yeah. he does have that versatility. Uh, Glaber Torres. Got to keep Glaber. He's way too talented you yes. know, to, to give up on. Um, but he really did struggle in the field. He had a rough, rough transition to shortstop. Um, and, you mm-hmm. know, coughed up a couple of balls in the postseason. Um, yep. Slow on some transfers, trying to turn a double play. Um, Got to figure out some way to get him more focused, more, you know, able to finish off plays in the field. Because I think his bat, and this usually happens every October, his bat is great to where he is able to be yeah. a, a big part of the middle of the order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Glaber's not going anywhere. He is, he is a, a great player, but yeah, the defense, he struggles there. And the article I was reading that if DJ LeMayu signs somewhere else, they, the, the, I think it was in the post, they said shift Glaber back to second and bring back Didi Gregorius to play shortstop. Um, I don't even want to talk about that scenario because DJ is my, he's my favorite player on the Yankees. And they, if they don't bring him back, I I might go follow DJ and start a different podcast called the (laughs) DJ LeMayu crazy podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'll always be a Yankee fan, but I'll be disappointed. I will be disappointed. Um, Although maybe it'll be my second team. Like when Greg Nettles uh, was traded to the Padres, I, (laughs) <laughs> went out and bought a Padres hat the next day. <laughs> anyway, um, Glaber, you know, what? how tall is Glaber? Do you know how tall? He seems like he's not very tall. No, he's more, you know, he's got big, big thighs. He's a, you know, wider dude than he is tall. Yeah. He's, he, I don't know, maybe six something, six one, six two. Because I, I just had a crazy idea. What if... Yeah, I know there's a log jam at DH with Giancarlo, but he'll probably end up being hurt by next year. <laughs> what if Glaber played first base? Is that just insane? I don't think he's ever done first base in the minors. In mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. You just gotta, you got, he's got to do better. Simple as yeah. that. At shortstop, you know, you yeah. just have to find a way to get him to focus in more, and you hope that's what he's working on this off season. Yeah. 
Yep, exactly. Okay, let's go over to third base. Geo. Got to keep Geo. I saw yes. an article saying the Yankees should trade him. Uh, I absolutely laughed at that idea. You have to keep Geo. Um, yes. I call I call Urshela a mini DJ LeMahieu, you know, because he's a guy who yeah. also, yeah, will make contact like that and put the ball in play so consistently. And then, you know, of course, making plays from his butt in the postseason, <laughs> he's just an amazing third baseman. Um, so you take into account his two-way play. You know, he's just a he's, – he's a baseball player, man. That's, that's as simple as you could put it. And he yeah. is somebody the Yankees really need in that lineup and in the field. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I really like Gio. Um, he, and he just seems like such a nice guy too. <laughs> yeah. You know, in that, in that – I, I saw that one interview with him when he had that huge game against Cleveland, which was really awesome because he came from mm-hmm. Cleveland. And he um, – uh, you know, he made that, he had the, the grand slam and then he made that play where he was, he, he made the play on his ass and, and, yeah. and got a double play out of it, which was sick. And, you know, they asked him, they're like, who got the, who got the belt after the game? And he kind of like sheepishly, yeah. sheepishly was smiling and he was like, I did. <laughs> yeah. He's a or, great clubhouse guy. Yeah. He, he is awesome. I like him. All right. Miguel Andujar. This is a, an interesting one, you know, um, his value obviously isn't very high right now. Um, I think the Yankees had a, sh- a really good shot. They had a little window to trade him when he was, you know, coming off an excellent season. I think it was in 18. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like Brandon Jury, if you can remember that. Name, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. kind of being pushed to the side right now because of how well Urshel has been playing. So, you know, if you can find something, uh, maybe if they – you know, it'd be easier to trade him if this DH rule in the National League stayed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. So, you know, another guy who I like his bat so much, um, but I just don't know where he fits on this team. Yeah. It's yep. going to be dependent on what they do with some other guys. You know, maybe they're going to try to place him in the outfield, but that's a log mm-hmm. jam at the moment as well. So yeah, I'd like to keep yeah. him, but, you know, maybe we let him get some at-bats to get that value up next season and we try to do something at the deadline. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, it is tricky. His value has plummeted, and he's just – he's there in the, in the logjam of, you know, they tried to put him in the outfield uh, to get him some more versatility. So we'll see. We'll see. And um, I would, you know, I would just get rid of Andujar because uh, yeah. we're playing this game. But like you said, I don't know if anybody is going to take him. Maybe someone, you know, maybe you could get some really uh, low talent uh, back for him. But yeah, I would, I would look to, to send him out, unfortunately, because he, he had such great potential in that 18 season yep. and was really the, the true rookie of the year. Otani should not have gotten oh, yeah. that which I always bring up, but <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Right field, Aaron judge. We, I, I would, I, I would be shocked if you said get rid of him, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you the floor anyway. <laughs> no, you're, you're keeping Aaron judge. Um, I'm, I'm on the guy a lot. I ride him a lot because he's the face of this team and he's supposed yep. to be the guy. So I'm not yep. going to, not going to let off on him. I think he needs to do. Um, first of all, he's got to stay healthy for yes. a full season, which he mm-hmm. hasn't done since that rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, and second of all, I understand he hit some big home runs in the playoffs. You know, game five, he, he was the only RBI. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, 
as much as I love him, and you have to put that aside, maybe the Yankees wouldn't have been in that Game 5 scenario had Aaron Judge not gone 4 for 30 and struck out you know, in 10 or 11 of his at-bats. I just think as a number one guy, he needs to do better. You obviously keep him. He's your guy. He's obviously staying on this team. But we have yes. to see him stay healthy and start producing consistently in October. Yes, absolutely. And I know uh, you and my brother uh, texting you guys through the playoffs, you both said similar things where it was – He's got to come up bigger in that situation. And there was a bunch of situations, yep. uh, you know, bases loaded or second and third type things where he either struck out or, you know, grounded out something, you know, something to the effect where it was, it was not effective at all of an at bat. And, you know, I think the uh, thing about the, this whole analytics and batting him second, um, I know that the analytics say he needs to bat second. I would be batting him third, to tell you the truth. I, you know, and I, I know that's supposed to be the spot of your best hitter, but he's, he's, I think, not your best hitter. You know, DJ LeMayu is, but I like DJ at, at, uh, at, at uh, first leading off. I think he's a great spark plug. And, you know, in the playoffs, they put uh, Aaron Hicks third, I put Aaron yeah. Hicks second, you know, granted he's not your best hitter, but his on base percentage is fantastic. Or maybe Hicks is lead off and DJ goes second and then uh, judges third. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you I, think? What would your, what would your order be? Would you have judge stay in uh, second? Yeah. There are a number of things you can really do to tinker with the top of that lineup. Um, I, I'm not a big fan either of your power hitter who hits home runs and strikes out and walks a lot at that two spot. Yeah. I think judge is more, like you said, a prototypical three hitter or maybe four hitter. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think that's a terrible spot either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe you have, you know, Hicks slide up to the two. Um, maybe you, you mess with DJ LeMayu, although I love him as that spark plug to begin yeah. games. Um, mm -hmm. It's interesting. Um, I don't think anything will happen drastically um, as to where judge is in the order next year, yeah. but We'll have to wait and see, you know, again, another one of those things where, well, with what the Yankees decide to do with whatever, with everybody else, it's going to impact judge. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's head over to center. Aaron Hicks. Um, you keep Hicks, I guess, you know, he's a good player. Uh, I don't think he's as underrated as Yankees fans like to think. Um, I know a lot of people has, have thrown that term at him. Yeah. I think he is who he is. He's a decent MLB player. Um, he will walk a ton and he will hit um, a couple of timely home runs here and there. Um, so I, I guess to keep him, it's interesting with, you know, uh, I don't know when we're going to mention Clint Frazier. I'm sure he's coming up soon, but yeah. that's going to be a tricky scenario. Um, mm -hmm. But Hicks is, had, you know, he plays good defense. Um, although I know the numbers said he took a step back this season defensively. But, you know, if he can stay healthy, he's a, I'd like to think he's a positive impact in the lineup. I just wish he had more, um, you know, would able, I, I wish he was able to hit the ball at a higher volume than mm -hmm. he does sometimes where he's more walk or strikeout a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was such a head scratcher to me when they gave him that, what was it? Seven year deal, um, which yeah. was very economical, but it was like, really? Yeah. I don't know. He's staying around. 
I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Seven year deal. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, right. He's staying. Yeah. Uh okay. What since we talk since you brought him up, um, Clint Frazier. Yeah, I dude, he was so good this season. I, I think yep. you give this guy a full season of at bats, he could be a thirty home run threat. He could be a guy who drives in one hundred RBIs. Um defensively, he took a step forward this year yeah um, although there was that one very scary play in the postseason oh where he oh. almost botched it oh my goodness was that game yeah. five i'm not even sure uh game four maybe i think it was game uh, four. i don't know i felt like it yeah i don't know i thought maybe it was a game that they won so it might have been game okay. four because i was like i i had a mini heart attack on that yeah one. that was rough but um i think he proved enough offensively to stick around on the squad um whether that be trade bait for next deadline or you know, keep him the whole year. Um, yeah, I would like him around. I really would like him around, though. I think he he definitely deserved it, and I think he should have been getting everyday time. I think it's time for Brett Gardner, who I'm sure we're going to get to in a second. Um, we have to do something there, and I think Frazier should take the everyday spot. But it's another logjam, man. Yep. Yeah, I I like Clint Frazier, as everybody knows. My my son has red hair, so like seeing Clint Frazier come up, I've become <laughs> partial to, to people with red hair, so I love him. But I think it's worth it. I think he proved himself, like you said. And I think, you know, maybe last year with those defensive uh, – uh, that defensive horribleness he had, you know, could have been still the, the – the, the concussion syndromes he was dealing with, I don't know. Who knows? But I like him. I think they should keep him. I think he has proven that he is a major league baseball player. And let's get to Brett Gardner. Yeah. So what was he on a one-year deal? Is he a free agent? Yes. Yes. One-year oh, deal. Okay. He's yeah. a free agent again. Uh, you know, I know a lot of the Yankees fans love the guy. Um, I'm thankful for his service, you know, as a Yankee for – I don't know, over a decade. Um, I think it's time to part ways as much as that may hurt some people um, just because of how clogged we are in the outfield. Yeah. Um, keeping Frazier around, I would like to do that. I'd like to keep Hicks. And you have Judge and Stanton, of course, too. So I think uh, Gardner has got to be the odd one out. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so, too. I, I love Brett Gardner. love what he's brought to this team. But I think it's time to go. And, you know, you look at the playoffs, he, he, if they didn't have him, he was, he was a big help in, yeah, he uh, was. in the playoffs. So, but I, I think it's time. You've got too many people out there. Um, and then, you know, as we know, Giancarlo Stanton isn't going anywhere, but um, I don't know about you. I would, mm-hmm. if, if the opportunity was there, I would get rid of him. <laughs> Even yeah. though he had that great playoffs, I, I know that, but he's, you know, He's, he's just, you know, he's, he can't play the outfield. He is your only DH. And, um, you know, contract-wise, that's, that's, he's got a lot of money. He could free up a lot of money to get a pitcher. What do you think? He, he really could. Um, I just don't think anybody wants that contract. Right. Um, right. I, I think he has, I don't know, he might have an opt-out clause um, that's coming up either this offseason or next offseason. Right. I have to look. But I think you're right. I think it's, I, I, I think it's this year. It might be this year. Um, I just think he's making too much to, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to think about opting out. Yeah. yeah. I think he's staying here. I am. I will say I, <laughs> he had a terrific, a terrific postseason man. And um, he earned, he earned a, I guess another go around this year. You know, I got to lay off him a bit after what he did for us Yes, in October here this season, but it's the injuries that concern you. Um, yep. It's that, 
plate approach that seemed to improve that you can hope he keeps improving and doesn't chase those low and away, you know, junk ball sliders as much as he used to in the past. So that's yeah. something I'm going to keep yeah. an eye on as well. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we're just kind of have to wait this one out and hope for the best from Giancarlo. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And then pitching wise, uh, you know, Cole got to keep him. We went mm-hmm. over Hap. We both would get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, how about Tanaka? Uh, I, I say, yeah, again, you definitely have to give him another go around, whether that be a, I think it's going to be a shorter deal. Um, yeah. I, I think he's done so much for them in the past that you have to kind of put this year aside and look at his overall, you know, resume with the New York Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so too, if the money's right. Uh, Cause he's still relatively young uh, and, and has right. some, some years left in that arm. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that is around the diamond with the Yankees. We, we will see, obviously, what happens with the Yankees. Um, so I'm going to throw the floor over to you, Rob. Any other, any other items that you uh, want to talk about from the season, from the playoffs, anything? Um, this offseason, you know, I really would like to take a look at – a long, hard look at Trevor Bauer because um, oh, I think yeah. we need more starting pitching. And – if we could find a way, I know the outfield is crowded, but if we, Michael Brantley is, is that lefty contact guy with mm-hmm. some pop that I really wanted a couple years ago. Um, yeah. So those are two guys I would like to look at. Um, you know, Bauer obviously would improve the starting rotation, uh, but we also have, I don't know what the whole situation is. Maybe, you know, uh, with Domingo Herman. I don't know if yeah. he's coming back. Uh, well, you know, what's interesting is that uh, my friend Nathan, who, who he was, uh, you know, he I should give him props for he was the one who broke the story to me that Garcia was starting game two, which I had no idea. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Garcia starting game two. He also sent me a Wikipedia page of Herman and that I had no idea Herman was actually eligible to play for the Yankees in the playoffs. Obviously, he had no, no time pitching to, to real batters, etc. But I was like, wow, I, I kind of forgot about him, didn't really think about him. I think the Yankees are done with him because of that. But who knows? You know, look at, uh, look at Aroldis Chapman. He had his domestic uh, issues, yeah. supposedly. I don't know if that ever, anything ever happened with that. Um, I, I think that, I think that was either dismissed or whatever, but you know, who knows, maybe they're going to say, all right, Herman, where well, there's been a couple of years, maybe people don't remember <laughs> this much, <Yeah. laughs> um, and they want to bring him back. The, the guy was, you know, maybe not the best, uh, human being, but he was a great pitcher. He pitched he really well for them. And he, you know, that whole thing really cost them big time of, of last year of him not being able to pitch in the playoffs. So, I don't know. The Yankees definitely, I think, look the other way on a lot of issues, uh, personal issues with some guys. So I could, I could really see them bringing him back and saying, you know, the whole like, he's a changed man. He's sorry. Yeah. He, you know, the, you, know you, you say anything you want for talent sometimes these yeah, people right. in the front office. So um, I don't know. I, I personally think what he did in public, like, I don't even know, slapping his wife or girlfriend, um, 
Yeah. I, I don't, I really don't like, I, I, I know that these guys are, are players and they're human beings and they make mistakes, but you know, that's yeah. something I'm like, you got it. You can't do that. I, much, I say man. ship you, them out. You can't ship. forgive that. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think so. I, I don't want a guy no. like that on my team. No. I, I still think about a role Chapman and his domestic. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him either, issues. man. Nope. Yeah. And I, I don't like it. And obviously I root for him, but it's, it's right. a tricky yeah. situation. Cause I think what he did is, Horrible. Although, like I said, I don't know all the details. I don't know if he was ever exonerated. Who knows? But yeah, I, I like to have good guys who, um, you know, are just good people and good players. And, and uh, I don't know, but that's me. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wraps it up. That is our year in review, playoffs in review. Uh, you know, who knows? We could probably talk about this for hours and, and maybe. Uh, Maybe we'll have Rob on again to, to talk even more at length about, <laughs> about the season. We didn't really wrap up the season. We did more of the playoffs, et cetera. But, um, Rob, it was awesome having you on, man. We love you on the show and love your rants. Love when you can <laughs> put your rants on the show. So that's something we want to continue with the winter, depending on um, your availability and, and what our schedule is going to be. We've been a little bit up and down on when we can record, but, um, that's it guys. We gotta, we gotta obviously as Yankee fans over the past X amount of years say, all right, we're going to get them next year <laughs> one way or another and, and just keep the hope alive and keep, uh, you know, on, on focusing on 28 in everything, uh, from numbers to, uh, your TV volume to, <laughs> <laughs> although I've been thinking about it and I think I brought this up once on the show. Do we need to just focus on the presence, the present of 27? Do we need to change the number to 27? Cause 28 hasn't been working over the past couple of years. <laughs> you know what, man? I think we need to do something different. Something's yeah. gotta be different. I think we got to mix it up. Yeah. All right. Next year, 27 from now on until they get their 28th. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Rob, once again, tell everybody where they can find your awesome show and your blog. Yeah. So, um, you know, in order to follow my podcast, in order to follow my blog, and in order to follow me on social media, uh, just simply go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, and um, – you'll get all the information on that website. So uh, yeah, that's it. And Greg, always fun having, uh, always fun to be on the show. So thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate your time. Love your thoughtfulness and just, you know, everything you bring uh, to the show. And we will definitely be listening to you through the winter and get our New York Knicks fix because if you guys are Knicks fans go check out Rob he's he's one of the um like I say the you know not only does the MLB have to hire you because you have such a great podcast <laughs> but the NBA needs to hire you because your your Knicks analysis and knowledge of basketball is just is is amazing love it so Appreciate everybody it. go check out Rob and we will definitely have him on more and more for the rest of the offseason um all right, that is it, Rob. Thanks again. And as we always say on the show to, to end it, let's go Yankees. <laughs>